the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. All right, I talk a lot about the transgender lie because it is present in all aspects of our society. It has exploded in its uh, integration in our society over the last two years. It gained the uh, support of the office of the president when Joe Biden was elected, and he signed on his first day in office an executive order that would allow biological men to play women's sports. We saw it with Leah Thomas stealing a national championship from women who persevered through things to be elite college swimmers that Leah Thomas never had to persevere through. You deal with all kinds of things as a woman. Menstrual cycles to be indelicate is one. Leah Thomas never had to deal with that. Okay? In the midst of competition, he has and never have, will have, to deal with that. He went through male puberty. He has a male muscle structure. He has larger muscles, longer legs, bigger feet, bigger hands. It's colossally unfair, and it is a bastardization of Title IX to contend that transgender people should be folded into Title IX, which was created 50 years ago to give women a fair opportunity to play sports, but you could not prioritize spending and assets on male sports. It is the exact opposite of what Title IX was formed to do, to include transgender people in Title IX. But you see this push. The Biden administration now has threatened schools that get federal funding with the eradication of their school lunch program if they do not allow transgender students to use the bathroom of their choosing. Not the bathroom that matches their biological sex, but that if you are a biological male and you say you are a woman, you say you are a girl, the Biden administration wants you to be able to use the girls' restroom in schools. And if that school says no, you can't do it, Rural school, country school, suburban school, inner city school, doesn't matter, all schools. If that school gets federal funding for a school lunch program, if that school does not go along with this radical transgender ideology supported by the Biden administration, they will take the funding away from you for your school lunch program. Kids throughout the school district, who that may be their only nutritious meal of the day in some poor areas, they will go hungry. So Joe Biden and the Democrats can impose their radical ideology on people. In West Virginia yesterday, a federal judge appointed by Bill Clinton 
ruled that people who want gender reassignment surgery must have their surgery covered by Medicaid. Must have their surgery covered by Medicaid. Now, the judge dismissed the claim that gender transition surgeries are not medically necessary. He said they are medically necessary on the grounds that if they are deemed not necessary, if they are deemed elective surgeries, well, then the people will suffer all kinds of emotional harm. And hence, he said, no, they are medically necessary. Now, I wonder, what is the difference between contending that you are a woman when you are a man and saying that you'll have all kinds of emotional, psychological trauma if you're not allowed to uh, chop off your male biology to impersonate a woman, what is the difference between that and someone who says, man, I really have a ugly nose, and I my nose uh, affects my whole outlook, my whole projection. I need a nose job. It's not elective surgery. It affects my mentality. I must have a nose job. If I don't, I'm going to jump off a building and kill myself. Or... Um, I would like, uh, implants to make my biceps look bigger. Uh, if you're a woman and you would like uh, breast reduction surgery, not chop off your breasts, but breast reduction surgery, that might be a real physical malady. It might give you back problems or whatever. Oh, I'm going to have all kinds of psychological problems. It's going to affect me psychologically if I don't get this surgery. Medicaid. No, I'm sorry. That's elective surgery. What is elective surgery? What is elective surgery if not gender reassignment surgery? You are electing not to be the sex you were born. Complete and utter nonsense, but this is how they view it. That it's necessary, absolutely 100% necessary for this surgery to take place. You think that's nuts? Hold on. Washington State. An 80-year-old, an 80-year-old. Washington State woman has been banned from her local YMCA's public pool after she expressed discomfort with a biological male in the women's locker room as young girls were undressing. Not because she was uncomfortable, but this woman, 80, was in the shower and she hears a male voice in the girls' locker room, in the women's locker room. And she looked out of the shower, and what did she see? She saw a biological male in a women's swimsuit engaged in conversation with little girls who were attending a day camp at the YMCA as the little girls were taking down their swimsuits to use the bathroom. She had been there, the 80-year-old, for her normal morning swim. And she sees this, and she's like, this can't be right. So what was the YMCA's response? (laughs) You know what the YMCA's response was. Here's the email they sent to her. You are discriminating and cannot use our pool anymore. And we are calling the police. Not on the guy. On her. Now, did you see the video earlier this week of London? Where a guy was in handcuffs because he retweeted something on social media 
that a transgender person complained about making them feel anxious. The police showed up to handcuff the guy while another guy who originally posted the thought stood right there and was not in handcuffs. So it wasn't the content of the social media post that the police were trying to get to the bottom of. First of all, it was just ridiculous that they would care about a social media post. But they handcuffed the guy who retweeted it because that was the tweet that the transgender person complained about. So this is absolute madness. Madness, madness, madness. But this is where we are. And it's defended. It is defended, staunchly defended. And if we don't win in November, if we don't get the presidency back in 2024, the horror stories that you see in Canada where they arrested Arthur Pulaski, the pastor, for not complying with COVID restrictions, this kind of outrageous situation in England, do you really think that's not going to come across the Canadian border, across the Atlantic Ocean, and not going to become the norm here? You already have the power of the presidency behind this demented, evil delusion. And that's what it is. Make no mistake about it. It is a demented, evil delusion that you can be born a man or born a woman and thus become the opposite either by saying you are, in the case of our first (laughs) female four-star admiral, Rachel Levine, who still has a man's biology, or whether you go in and have some perverted surgeon cut it off and repurpose it. This is where we are in our culture. And as I say all the time, the kids who are trapped in this are not the enemy. They're not the enemy. They are victims of twisted individuals who for political reasons or really bad um, desires to disadvantage these kids and take advantage of them are furthering this utter evil. Told you yesterday about the tragic car accident in northern Indiana that claimed the life of Congressman Jackie Walorski, who by all accounts a wonderful woman, a former missionary, and uh, a fierce fighter for conservative causes and pro-life causes. She and a 27-year-old aide and another aide who was uh, also young, under the age of 30, uh, were killed in a car accident that involved another car driven by a 56-year-old woman. The initial police reports were that the congressman's car was hit when the other car came left of center. Now, the police are saying that they got it wrong. They got it reversed in the beginning. It was the 27-year-old aide to Congressman Walorski who drove left of center. A four-lane but not divided highway. So there's four lanes with just a yellow line between the road curves at that juncture and the young man distracted or something caused him to not observe the uh, double yellow line. 
He drove across it, hit and killed the 56-year-old woman, killed himself and killed the other two people in his car, including Congressman Walorski. So very, very sad situation. Um, But the initial reports uh, that the car in which the congressman was riding was not at fault, those appear to be incorrect. Likewise, the billing by Democrats of this so-called Inflation Reduction Act that they will pass tomorrow if the House parliamentarian says they can use that workaround to not subject this bill to the mandatory 60-vote approval in the Senate, uh, that is being mislabeled as well. It's not going to reduce inflation. It's not going to help create jobs. It's not going to reduce the deficit. It's going to make things worse. It's not just my opinion. It's the opinion of other people who are much less partisan than I am. The Wharton School which is the acclaimed business school at the University of Pennsylvania, uh, says that this particular bill is going to be a train wreck and that it's not going to reduce inflation and that it's not going to do at all what Joe Manchin, Chuck Schumer, and Joe Biden say it's going to do. But then again, the American Rescue Plan didn't do that either. And for reports, or contentions rather, that we've never had low unemployment And a recession. So we have low unemployment, so we can't be in a recession. Hmm. In December of 1969, the unemployment rate was 3.5%. That's slightly lower than now. And we then embarked on an 11-month recession. So it is possible, and it will happen in this instance. Steve Moore, one of President Trump's top economic advisors, has been warning against additional government spending since Biden and the Democrats, without a single Republican vote, spent $3.5 trillion in March of 2021. So it's not surprising that Steve Moore takes a very dim view of this particular bill as well. My biggest concern, though, going forward is as we speak, the Senate now looks like they're going to move forward with this massive half trillion dollar spending and tax bill, which I think Mm -hmm. is extremely negative for the economy, coming on $200 billion they already spent just a a few weeks ago. We cannot keep going forward with these massive spending bills and this massive uh, debt. Now, I know you're going to say this is going to reduce the debt, but I don't see it. I think it's going to make inflation and the debt worse. Now, you're going to hear a lot about, oh, reduces prescription drug prices. It reduces prescription drug prices. See, they're really being kind to the old people. Okay, it reduces prescription drug prices on a few drugs in 2026. See, if Democrats can muster a, not even a kernel, a speck of truth out of anything, they will sell it as much more expansive truth than it actually is. Remember, a half-truth is a lie. A half-truth is a lie. If something is not entirely true, it is not true. So when you hear about this prescription drug stuff, one of the big supporters of this bill is, of course, the radical, mop-headed Ohio Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown. Now, Sherrod Brown has been one of these guys always crusading against evil big companies. And he's been complaining for a long time about Pharmacy benefit managers, the people in company health plans who say this drug's covered, this drug's not covered. Well, what do you think happens? The pharmacy benefit managers often are getting kickbacks on the drugs that they prioritize. So Sherrod Brown's been railing against this. Well, in this 
proposed legislation that will likely be enacted tomorrow. Guess who benefits? Guess who gets off scot-free with no threat of persecution? Yes, pharmacy benefit managers, big pharma, big pharma. They're not going to take down pharmacy benefit managers because if they're guilty of something, they're conspiring with someone, the people in the big pharma companies, and Democrats are cozying up to them through their buddy Anthony Fauci and Francis Collins and Deborah Burks and all the other almost or actual criminals in the public health sector. So, Sherrod Brown, by the way, you know who tried to eliminate the workarounds that pharmacy benefit managers were benefiting from? Big guy, orange hair, mean tweets. Yeah, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. He wanted to eliminate the safe harbor from prosecution on kickbacks enjoyed by pharmacy benefit managers. It was delayed in the 2021 infrastructure bill. Oh, who passed that bill? Oh, Joe Biden passed that bill. Right. Right. So Sherrod Brown was asked about this the other day. And he said, this is a big victory, and I am in no way going to apologize for it. What a fraud. What a fraud Sherrod Brown is. Now, every week Fox brings on, in addition to Steve Moore, Austin Goolsby, who's a Democratic apologist. But even he admits that this bill that's likely going to be approved tomorrow is going to spend three-quarters of a trillion dollars. Uh, might be some warning bells that come along with the procedures and policies encased therein. On this bill, this is spread out over 10 years, this is, and it's more than paid for, reduces the deficit and the debt by about $350 billion or more. You wish. So it's totally different from the CARES Act under Trump or the rescue plan under <clears throat> Biden, which were kind of naked stimulus. So I, I don't see that having very much impact on the short-run economy. I think... Your second question about what is the Fed going to do, that will absolutely have a short-run impact. And I actually think people shouldn't get too caught up in doing victory laps because the Fed is raising rates as fast as they have ever raised rates. And that is going to take a toll on growth. I'm just hopeful that we can implement the soft landing. I I think some of the concerns Steve outlined, I've agreed with. I mean, he he has been straightforward on those. Wow. Rare moment of honesty from Austin Goolsby. Hey, today's your last day to register for the Terrific Talkers Tour VIP experience. Go to where your favorite Salem host is. Besides me, of course. I won't blame you for wanting a trip to New York, L.A., Phoenix, Tampa, Washington, D.C., over one to the studios of 989theanswer.com. But you can hang with Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Charlie Kirk, Brandon Tatum, Seb Gorka, Jenna Ellis, Doug Collins, but you got to enter. Sponsored by our friends at Visiting Angels of Grove City. Thank you, Visiting Angels. Go to 989theanswer.com or theanswerdayton.com. You get three nights in a hotel and a $300 Visa gift card and airfare. It'll be a big time, big time. Enjoy your weekend. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.